It's Friday. Time for another episode of Here's to Your Health. Today we're going to talk about something that I've talked about before in passing with the flu podcast, and that's colds. We're going to bust a few common cold myths and talk about some of the things that you need to know to help prevent those common colds, primarily because it's starting to get cold. And as your grandmother told you, when you get cold, you get colds. Ah, no, I'm kidding. That's a myth. Um, And it's the first one that we're going to bust. Cold air does not give you a cold. There are a lot of different viruses out there that can cause the common cold, but cold air is not one of them. There's no clear origin story for where this myth came from that I can find, but we've all heard it repeated over and over again. If you go outside when it's cold, make sure you bundle up or you'll get sick or you'll catch a cold. And that's actually not true. Essentially, there have been some studies that have been done that show that cold air does decrease the ability of the immune system to fight off infection, but it's very limited, and the studies themselves are relatively small. There are also studies that show that regardless of what the temperature is, what your immune system looks like, your likelihood of getting a cold once the viruses have entered into your nose, into the what we call the mucosa or the lining of the nose, doesn't matter what your immune system looks like, infection can still occur in almost 95% of people studied. So, uh, this is one that you've got to let go of. Being cold does not give you a cold. The one that goes along with that a lot of times is, oh, if you go outside with a wet head. Uh, And that's also not true. It doesn't change any of the facts about colds being caused by viruses. It doesn't decrease your immune system any more than just being cold. It doesn't open up vectors for the virus to enter your body. So the wet head doesn't really do anything. Now, this one comes from a a scientific principle. You know, your head has a lot of surface area. It's uncovered. If it's wet, evaporative cooling from that moisture can sometimes decrease the, the body temperature a little bit. And again, not a dangerous thing. The next myth is feed a fever, starve a cold, starve a fever, feed a cold. However you want to phrase it, it's only half true. It's okay to eat what you want when you have a cold even if you have a fever along with that cold. As I've discussed before, fever, body aches, even the runny nose that you get, often these symptoms are caused by your body's immune system reaction to the infection, not by the infection itself. And so it's okay to eat foods, even if you have all of those other symptoms, including fever. The one thing that you do need to be very careful of is you need to stay hydrated. Your body's producing a lot of mucus, and that mucus contains moisture, and so it is going to to expend your moisture more quickly. When you have a fever, your body temperature is higher, you lose more moisture through your lungs, through your breathing, and so you need to make sure that you're staying hydrated. This is especially important for children. The next myth goes along with another podcast that I've done about antibiotic stewardship, and that's if you get a cold, you have to get antibiotics. It's a myth. And we're going to bust it today because you don't need antibiotics if you have a cold. Most colds are caused by viruses. The antibiotics we prescribe are used to treat bacteria, not viruses. They will not change your symptoms. They do not affect your body. They do not affect the viruses. There is some placebo effect that goes along with taking any medication, but 
as I've said before, that's not a reason to take antibiotics. The risks of developing resistant, resistant bacteria and problems uh, in the future are too high. So we've busted our myths. Now let's look at some things that you can do to, to not only treat when you do have a cold, but to prevent you from getting those colds to begin with. Number one in prevention, and the only thing that I cannot stress enough, wash your hands. When you wash your hands, you're going to remove most of the particles that are going to be used to transmit viruses, and it's easy. There's no real detriment to washing your hands, and the benefit is, while not completely 100% proven, is still there and could potentially save you from getting a cold. Number two, cover your cough or your sneeze. Most viruses are transmitted by droplets. If you don't stop those droplets from flying through the air, you're going to transmit them to other people. If you're using your hand to stop the droplets, make sure that you wash your hands. As I mentioned in the flu podcast, there are suggestions to use the elbow instead of the hand, and that cuts down on the transmission rate as well. So it's not something else to keep in mind. As far as treatment, once you get a cold, the things that I recommend are treat the symptoms. If the symptoms are bothering you, treat them. Over-the-counter decongestants are okay. Antihistamines a lot of times don't do much for a cold, but if you've got a lot of, of thin drainage, they may help dry things out a little bit. But definitely decongestants like pseudoephedrine work pretty well at decreasing the symptom severity. One of the other things I recommend is making sure that if you do have a fever, that you're treating it because it's bothering you, not because you just have a fever. There's no reason to treat a fever without other symptoms. And so, uh, again, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, are both really good for treating fever and are inexpensive over-the-counter. Make sure you take them as directed. Do not take too much of either one because both medications uh, have serious side effects if taken in excess. And the last one, which may seem pretty intuitive, but is very, very important, you also need to get plenty of rest. That's very important for the body's recuperative powers uh, to have the chance to heal the body on its own. Understanding that most people will get well just fine without treating anything. It's also okay, as long as you're not having fever, to exercise if you've been a consistent exerciser. And so getting that daily exercise may actually bolster some of your immune system function, but it also make you feel better just in general. If you're not having trouble breathing and you're not having fever, it's okay to go ahead and get your daily exercise in. And most importantly, if you have any questions or any concerns, consult your physician. Make sure you talk to them about what's going on. Tell them about your symptoms. Tell them about what's going on and see if they have any recommendations. Most of the time, there's not a pill that's going to make this go away. It's just a matter of time. This is Dr. Jerry Tolbert, and here's to your health. The contents of this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, the physicians involved do not in any way guarantee or warrant the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of any of the messages presented herein and will not be responsible for any of the content of any message. For all medical questions, always consult your personal physician for any specific medical advice.